Hi guys, I'm doing this podcast on adoption. I'm interviewing my amazing friends, Kesh and Jay. Hi guys. Hi. And we're ultimately talking about support within the adoption journey, both positive and negative um, opinions, but also talking about whether we should be telling the child their story. Should we? Shouldn't we? Let's discuss it. So guys, what does adoption mean to you? It means the world. It means just amazing opportunities for those children that need life. Um, You could have kept this really personal between yourselves, between us, what a journey, yet you've opened up the doors to everyone else. So that part, hats off to you, you've done really well and may this turn into something huge. May so many other people learn from your journey. Okay, and so how did you guys feel when we told you that we were adopting? It's amazing. So proud. Couldn't be prouder. It's such a it's such a not spoke about thing in our community. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you've done it, you're giving you're giving someone a life that they've not been able to have. I think it's amazing. Did you question within yourselves? Not obviously you've not questioned us, but did you question within yourselves why we may have chosen to adopt? No. No. Not once. Okay. Not once. When when we in fact, when I first came to know about what you'd done with all your wedding gifts about the Great Ormond Street and all of that. It's, you've planted the seed, seed right from the beginning that children are at the heart of everything that you're doing. So of course that never, ever, it just didn't, we didn't question any of it, but we're just really proud, aren't we? Definitely. But now that you're opening it up to the world, you make it we, easier for other people. Of course. We face these challenges ourselves. It's people, not easy to have children. People that never thought about it will actually now think about it, think about it because of the doors you've opened or are opening. Okay, and sorry guys. So when we told you we have done it domestically. No. No. Once. What were your thoughts on India? Homegrown. Yeah. Sticking to your roots. Yeah, 100%. And so, did you have any questions that you may have wanted to ask us? Not really. Not not questions as to how or why you're yeah. doing it. But it was questions of how would it be done, the intricacy of it, the, the involvement of it, as, an in, as a process thing, not a questioning why you're doing it, why you're going to India, nothing yeah. like that, just more in-depth questions of the whole process. So more in, sorry. My, yeah, sorry. Mine would have been where. Yeah, Because how, when you think India, you just think, I personally, from my experience, <clears throat> I just think all those children in India, where do you start? Where do you start? That's always been a thing for me as an as a older mum, yeah. struggling to have children. Back of your mind, you always think, okay, I can always adopt. There's so many children. And 
having been to India, you see so many children disregarded and you think, oh my God, I could just take that one. Let me take that one home and love it and care for it. Mm -hmm. So when you say adopted from India, in my mind, I just think, where, how? Where did you start? Uh, Yeah. Okay. And obviously you guys, you're really close to us. So you know about the stigma that we faced through our own adoption journey. And it's something that's actually a lot more common than we thought. We've only come to know about how common the stigma is because we've openly spoken about it since our adoption journey. What's your opinion on that? Whether you do something or you don't do anything, you're going to get, you're going to get spoke about. You're going to get talked about behind your back in front of you. At least this way you're doing it for something good. You're helping someone. And like we said, you're going to open doors for a lot of people. Do you reckon the stigma might be related to the lack of knowledge or lack of educationally, like knowing the process or why people may choose in this day and age to adopt? Or do you think it's just knowingly Everything. you've got... Okay. It's, it's, it's too strong of a stigma. You're not... Some things you will break down in time, but some things will stick. And this, in certain um, kind of age barriers, is going to stick. So people of our generation, kids of our gen- generation, understand it. But our parents' generation are not there they're not, you, you need to make them understand. And they will. You know, our parents, some of our parents will get it, some of ours won't. You can break it down however many times you want. If they don't want to get it, they're not going to get it. But for Kesh and I, uh, we, I haven't got, I've got no words, Trish, Same. as to what you've been through. And we talk about it, don't we? Mm. Between friends, we've spoken about it to friends that you've never you met. Know. You, you must come across so many of our conversations all the times about what you've done. Your book has gone to many households. It's making its rounds. They may not place an order, but when they come to ours and they've seen the book, I'll say, take it. Yeah. Read it, bring it back. I've got a friend. I've got a close friend that is going through the adoption process and she's read your book. So you've mentioned the age. What would you say if I said to you that the stigma also involved people from our generation? Personally, I I don't know. I'd be shocked. People need to open their eyes. Because it is. It, it, people of our generation and the stigma that we as a couple have faced because of our own adoption with Sia has been absolutely shocking. I get what you're saying about the older generation. They're set in their ways. I get it. What about our generation? What do you pinpoint to that? So, I don't don't know whether, so when we say our generation, some people in our generation have had the 2.4 children, Mm -hmm. the standard textbook life Mm -hmm. of education, a good upbringing, a good home, a good family, conceived naturally all of that but then some in our age range haven't not because there's anything wrong with us not because of age not because of any of that just because it doesn't happen yeah it doesn't for everybody i agree and there and that that's probably where the breakdown is i don't i don't know i'm i'm a little bit shocked because i thought our generation would be more so wanting to give those kids 
a home that haven't got one. Okay. Do you think there are any key particular factors that raises the stigma within our community or within family or friends or, you know, all generations? The mentality that it's, people have grown it's up with, I think. It's not a done thing, if that makes sense. It's not mm. a common thing, it's not a done thing. Because we're expected to have, like you just mentioned, the perfect 2.4 children, whatever, the perfect family. It's just an expected thing. What do you think the main points of the stigma are, though? What's been inbuilt? What, you know, what, what you've been told? What have we told our children? What do we tell our children? Mm. For example, when, we've, when we take them to India, for example, and they see all these children on the streets, how, what are we telling them? Are we telling them that it's okay? You know, if you get older, it's okay for you not to tell a, have a family. It's okay to just think about adoption straight from the beginning. Not because you're having problems, not because you can't conceive, because guess what? You want to give these people, these these guys a home, a life, a life. If my if should the if my daughter turned around and said, "Mum, we're not going to have our own children. I only want to adopt." Great, do it. And what would you say to those that are actually on the back line of that stigma? And, okay, yeah, we're now able to talk about what we've been through, but there are people out there going through their journey that aren't able to talk about the stigma they're facing, that aren't able to openly say, back off, this is our decision, this is our life, we choose to adopt. What would you say to those people? Whether you are able to have kids or you're not, if you're able to give an opportunity of a, a life, a good life, a better life for someone, why wouldn't you? Simple as that, why wouldn't you do it? Do you think there's enough resource out there for people that are dead set against adoption? No. No. People need, people need educating on both ends of the spectrum. People that are pro and people that are against it. Both ends need a lot of education. Okay, so what's your take on, obviously adoption in this day and age compared to back in the day? I mean, I know of people that are adopted that don't know themselves that they're, they're adopted. We've obviously been very open with Sia about the fact that she's adopted. What's your take on that openness that we have with our daughter? Because, yes, yeah, she is our daughter. I've not given birth to her. We've adopted her. But she's my, she's my little girl. She's still your daughter, yeah. But we're open with her because deep down i don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that i think it's up to the parents the family mm -hmm. whether they should or shouldn't tell i think yeah it's right there's no right or wrong there isn't a right or wrong you're doing it because you're able to. You're able to. You want to be honest with her, and you want to tell her where she came from. Yeah. She may ask you who, you know, who was my mom, and you're doing everything in your power to give her that. But Trish, there may be people out there who want to bring in these children and not remind them. Hundred percent. Their difficulties and yours. 
because you've got to think not everybody will be of that mindset that when I meet my perfect partner I just want to adopt because they may want to have their own children and yes. not be able to and it's a it's it's a natural thing I agree you know so you can't take that away from people and you can't take that feeling away of just wanting that child for themselves and not want to let them know that they actually come from somewhere else if that makes sense it's a very selfish reason but it's not a selfish reason on the other hand i agree two sides to a coin i i think for us i think if sia was a lot younger i don't think we would have been as open about her adoption journey but also i think in the back of our heads just thinking out aloud it's the fear of her finding out she's adopted from someone else rather than us and that scares me like you wouldn't believe like if i can't protect her from that i'd rather just be open and honest with her she's at a good age in her life where she's understanding things Mm -hmm. and now's not the right time but a good time to tell her yeah where she can understand it grasp it so she knows what's going on and 100 percent it's got to come from the parents you don't you don't heard from some third fourth party whatever it is back chatting trying to talk down about the process mm-hmm. it's, it's better than it was from using and i think in this day and age with the fact that children are placed for adoption with the expectation that you're open and honest about the fact that they're adopted don't get me wrong she knows she's from india she knows we picked her up in 2019 and bought her home she knows she was scared there she remembers that it's not something we've introduced to her does that mean i'm going to be telling her her birth story does that mean i'm going to be telling her how she was conceived does that mean i'm going to be telling her how she was treated within the orphanage no there's a time and a place for it all she's only five she has the basic information for her age that she can cope with when she's at that age where she can understand all of this, and if she does want to know, yes, we will tell her. We've had a lot of backlash on that. So that that's what I'm trying to say to you, Trish, to the, a coin and two yeah. sides. And that's your side. Mm-hmm. But there's the other side to it as well. Yeah. Where I believe that if you want to go and get that child and make that child yours, as you have Sia, I can't see anybody else well, I don't know anybody else that's brought in a child and made them their own like you, yet you've got that openness to tell her that, well, actually, this is where you're from. So, you know, it's not, you're not something that I've made, but you are part of my life now, which is great. But then the other side of the coin is someone going out there, bringing someone into their world and making them their own, moulding them into that one family unit and not letting them know that they come from anywhere else. It there's love on both sides. Hundred no percent difference. I mean, I think for us it's just scary. The thought She's of older. Yeah. So yes, the thought of someone else telling her, I get hundred percent. But their adoption can be from any age, right? Yeah. So as you say, if you'd got her from newborn, she probably would wouldn't be told. Probably not. Know. Not until later on in life. But also, I think it's the fear of. Actually, if we don't tell her and someone else did, then have we failed as parents? No. 
No, not you, know, at all. you you two will never fail as parents. Not for us. As to what you know, what you're doing, not just for her, but with her and Ami together. The four of you, yeah. the unit. This is what I'm talking about. That that unit feeling. Someone else wants that feeling as well, and they don't want to tell them. Mm-hmm. I get it. I totally yeah. respect it. Try and try and see that they've. You know, that there's no difference. If Sia, if you'd given birth to Sia, mm-hmm. and look at Sia now, is there any difference in the love that you look at her? No. Any difference no. at all? So that's what the other person's feeling, but they don't want to then give that child that, actually, you're not mine. That it... I get it. So what's your take on the pressure that it causes on people having to tell them against yeah, their will? Pressure. Ridiculous. Massive. It's... But it comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. As with anything, even in a relationship. Yeah. Our backgrounds. You know, how many other relationships have you had? How have you been within those relationships? It's the same. I agree. So then, the day she decides, for example, say to me, she says to me at 16, Mummy, I want to go and find my birth mummy. What do you think I should do? And why? Have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Ask her what she knows. Yeah. How she comprehends the story. If she's in a place where she's able to handle it, give her the full picture. Let her absorb it, let her digest it. If she still says yeah, let's go. Why would you not? I think this My is your, your question, this has hit the nail on the head. This is where the person that decided not to say anything, this is where you, you've built up that barrier because ultimately you've bought the pieces. They need to complete it. Had you not said anything prior to this, there's a whole puzzle you need to put that's together what I'm saying, for Fesh. that child. But that's what I'm saying. There are people out yeah, there yeah, that, that don't want to no. say that for that reason. Then you start off on the back, on the back because foot. Think about it. They they may be afraid that, you know, this, this child that you've brought into your life or children or whatever, you know, however many you have, one day they may want to just go off and find the biological parents. There's fear all around. There's fear on your part that you tell her and be honest. And there's fear on the other part that, you know what, we're not going to tell them and we're just going to keep them. To ourselves, yeah. they'll never know. But then you're right. What if someone else tells them? By telling them already, you've already given them the foundation. They're able to make a judgment themselves. So when they do ask the question, you've, they've got enough information, like I said. So it's up to them. Can they handle the rest of the story? And it's not going to be that much of a jump because you're not going from zero to 100. You've already 100. built them you've up already, to that. You've already yeah. put most of the story there. You've already given them the basic info. So over half the... Uh, over 50% they know. So the end bit, it's not that far a stretch. They'll be more able to handle it knowing yeah. the fundamentals, the foundation, because you prep them already. So what's your take on this then? These people that believe she shouldn't have been told she's adopted, but will quite openly ask you what's her story? Why was she in an orphanage? Why was she given up for adoption? Do you think that's acceptable? It's none of your business. 
but they don't get that. The real reason should be within. It's a, it, it's a family matter. It's a family story. The public doesn't need to know. Mm-hmm. It's between you guys. If you want to share it, share it. If you don't, don't. It's no one else's business. This is probably why private people keep things private. Yeah. You wanted to know, well, is it okay to tell the child? Is it not okay? Because, yeah, you've got a batch of people that will go and adopt and you'll never know about it unless you know. 100%. And then there's people like yourselves who's openly, you've got a book about it. How open can you get? The world knows that you've adopted Sia, but good for the world because there's 100,000 of them out there now reading the book thinking, oh my God, we can do this. They may not have known about it. You, we think it's so easy to adopt. Guess what? It's, it's not. not. It's so not. I think that's something we've learned because it's not as easy as falling pregnant and going to like classes. You know, all these baby massage classes where and you meet other pregnancy, exactly scan pictures. It's none of that. You know, you're you, you're almost. It's a new community, and that community isn't readily available like it is when you're pregnant. You know, you have your antenatal classes where you meet other expectant moms. You have a group together. You're in touch. There's none of that here. Here, there's a community that are almost shy to tell you that they're adopting. Because the first question you're going to be asked is, why, can you not have any children? Or, but you don't know what cost you're adopting. You don't know whether that child's going to have behavioural issues. You don't know whether that child's going to fit in. I'm sorry. Exactly. But I'm sorry, I don't see myself asking my bump when I'm pregnant. Child, are you going to fit in? Oh, I'm not sure when the baby's born whether it'll fit in with our image. Are you kidding me? When you go out to set yourself as parents, none of these questions are asked. Yet people think in this day and age, it's okay to ask those questions. They want to know why we're adopting. Why, why she's in an orphanage. What, what's her story? Surely that's her story to tell her, not mine. Agree. Yeah, definitely. Agree. And when we're telling them, it's not really a conversation we need to have right now, they don't get it. They don't get it. Or it's like, where, where's her mum and dad then? We are her mum and dad. No, 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 her real you'll ones. Be, you'll always, always be, be her mum and dad. Let's hope, we hope that we see the day that Sia writes her book. <laughs> Sia's going to write her book about her mum and dad, you two. Yeah. And her family and her work. And how, has anybody asked her how she feels? We'll find out. Of course we will. Time will tell. Time and she will tell us. Yeah. And clearly, just looking at her, she won't want to be anywhere else. I hope not. But she will tell her story. Yeah, and that's her story to tell. You know, but it hurts that people want to take that away from her. You know, okay, yeah, this is just one couple telling their story about their daughter that they've adopted and sharing about, sharing her journey at each stage of her life where they find appropriate. There are couples out there that can't even do that because they're not strong enough. The amount of couples that we've spoken to as a result of these podcasts, my book, the blog, that have come forward and said, have you done it? I don't know how we've done it. I don't know. 
I don't ever remember being this strong when I had Annie to say, you know what, guys? No, he's my son. Stop. I wasn't that strong, but I am now. But it shouldn't be that. You should have your family and your friends supporting you in any decision you make, whether it's adoption, childbirth, whatever it is. Yet you're being questioned as parents throughout the whole thing. How does that even leave anyone feeling? Your parents? You wouldn't ever do that to anyone, would you? No. I'm just glad you're doing this. I feel, I genuinely feel bad for those that haven't got anyone to speak to. Like you said, you must be meeting. I, I dread to think, I don't think I could hear some of the stories that you hear. Um, I don't think I'm strong enough. And I think you guys have given us that strength to see this through different eyes. When you asked me to read the book before it was published, mm -hmm. You know, working, looking after the girls, and I'm reading the book thinking, oh my God, I thought I was strong, and then I read the book. What you guys have done, what you guys have done, has been amazing, and it's been a privilege to be part of this journey. Even though it's been from a distance. And this is just your story, way, and you're talking about way. people that haven't discussed their stories. So to all those out there, we just can't imagine. Do your research, read the book, it's doable. It's not as difficult as people think it is. Hmm. It seems, doesn't it, uh, let's adopt and, you know, you, you just wouldn't sleep at night, would you? No. So you just think, what do I do? Who do I see? Who do I talk to? What do I... And then you read your book and it's literally, bang, 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 do this. Oh, you'll get stuck at this point, but make sure you go and see such and such. And I was, I was literally just reading the book thinking, oh my God, like book to go and adopt a child it's all there just do it so all these people that have done it amazing but like you've just said all these people that have come forward to you that haven't been able to talk to people keep doing this because that in itself that's a massive thing if you can't talk to someone what's the point what do you do People are going to talk about you every step of your life. Mm -hmm. At least this way, you've done something amazing for someone. So you know what? Let people talk. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that 100%. They're going to talk regardless, but this way, you've done something amazing. For yourselves, for someone else, for, for your family. Don't stop. Don't stop. I don't intend to. Don't stop. I never... I'm telling you, she, she will write her book. She will write her book. And she will, she will carry on talking to these people. So th this is what I'm saying. Go back to the coin. Two sides. Mm -hmm. There will be a side where there's children that have been adopted. They don't even know. And they'll never know. There's nothing wrong with that. No, 100% there isn't. And then there's people like yourselves who are being honest. Okay. But then the others aren't being, aren't not being honest. It's just either. a choice they've made. Different choice. Yeah. That's right. But keep doing what you're doing. And it people can just talk about it more openly 100 those that can't talk about it hats off to you you've done an amazing job because you've made that child those children your own knowing you'll always know where they came from yeah you and your partner are the only two that will always know but do you love them any less no so do you think you love sia more than the couple next door who would 100 percent not tell them that they've been adopted no, no of course not so the love's the same so it's just that coin 
Yeah. Two sides. Your side and their side. And I think my motive was very different because we didn't have the support that we thought we had. And I think that's why I've gone out of my way to actually give that support to those that are lacking it. Because it's not there. You know, when we went looking for that support, we couldn't find it. Couldn't find it anywhere. It it was hard. You know, there was not one occasion where we told family we were adopting and they didn't raise an eyebrow. Whereas for, we were on cloud nine. Almost like the day I knew, found out I was expecting Annie. It was exactly the same feeling. We'll never forget that day, will we? Mm. We'll never forget the day you came to tell us you were expecting Annie. Yet this circumstance was very different and I didn't want it to be. No, it shouldn't have, but it was. And it, I won't forget that. Yes, I've come out stronger. Yes, I'm able to talk about it on a podcast, believe it or not. Yes, I'm openly able to tell people, it's not okay to ask me that question anymore. Why wasn't I that strong then, though, to say, why are you raising because an eyebrow? You've learned, you've learned from all those yeah. challenges. But as a result, I'm now doing all this where I am openly talking you're about our journey. Because you're doing it for others now. 100%. It's about that support for others and creating that network where they are able to have find a safe haven, if you like, to talk about their journey or their problems. Is there anything else that you guys want to add? Just do what you do. Don't stop. Keep, keep doing what you do. It's the passion that you bring mm. and the level of commitment. There's no stopping you, is there? Any? I, I don't think I'd ever... I think even if I rang you at like three o'clock in the morning, Trish, I've got a friend. This is how far she's got and this is this is where she's at. What should she do next? I think you'll be on it. Yeah. Within literally, if not that conversation or a couple of hours later, you'll be back at me. hundred percent. Do this and get this done. And that's what it should be about because when you want children, oh, when I'm out ovulating, When's the best time? Let's do this. Get all the ovulation kits. Let's do this. Bang, bang. We're doing all this. And then get the pregnancy test. Test. Am I pregnant? No, I'm not. Right. Then you get back on it the next cycle. Yeah. Adoption is the same. There's barriers. I've read your book. There is barrier after barrier. And now you're just saying that there's even more barriers within the home, within the family. Within the network. Every day. Yeah. something. So... Just do what you're doing. Don't, Don't stop. stop this. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep paving the way. Keep opening doors for other people. And help Sia write her book. A hundred percent. Sia. I'm going to be shouting that from the rooftops. Sia and I will write a book, I think. Don't you? As long as my name's in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> as long as I get mentioned, it's fine. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you.